fuck. I didn't even talk about the lawyers part. Eh, it's not that important. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Lone Wolf Podcast. I'm your host, Wolfson. And today's episode, we got another great topic to discuss about on episode 54. We, the title goes by No Such Thing as Surprise Albums. It's all music manipulation. Now, this is actually pretty good because most people are thinking like when an artist released a surprise album that had no marketing, no no knowledge, nobody knew that the album was coming. Everybody thought that, oh shit, like this came out of nowhere. We, I knew he was making music and all of a sudden the album came out. I think not. Of course not. It doesn't work like that, guys. Let me tell you guys something about surprise albums. Um, when you guys think about a surprise album, do you honestly believe that an album is being released just recently? You honestly believe that a surprise album is a surprise? No, it's not, guys. Believe it or not, guys, surprise albums takes months to a year of, of planning. You guys b actually believe that, you know, all of a sudden this artist is going to release a song like just like today and that's it? Holy shit, Drake just released this album. Holy shit, Nicki Minaj released this album. Holy shit, Eminem released this album. Surprise, motherfuckers. What the hell? What's going on? What's with these albums? Holy crap. That was all a surprise. Yeah, but they're not really a surprise in, in the behind the scenes. Like, we know what's going on. First off, like, on a distribution, they don't let you release an album or a song whenever you feel like it. For example, let's just say that I'm that I finished up a song or an album today. I want to release this on Friday. Yeah, it doesn't work like that. On the distribution, it doesn't work like that. On the distribution, it takes weeks. Like it takes like three weeks to a month for you to actually distribute that song into all platforms. Why? I don't know. There's a lot of process that goes behind it, but you have to do it. That's how it normally works. And if the distribution already has people plan to release music at that certain day, you're already on, on standby. It's like, um, maybe you're not going to get released on this day. You're, once we're finished with this artist, I'm releasing their music, then we're going to go to you and then you got your date. That's how it goes. So when when they say like, oh, I'm in the studio and then a week later, boom, here's the release of the song. It wasn't like that. This was all planned now. Let me tell you what goes behind the thought process of a, of a surprise album. Yeah, because it's like, there's lots, lots of lots of planning and anticipation and all of this. So let me see. How can I go? go? Going back again, let's just say that you just finished your album. Boom. Album's done. I want to release it on a certain date, but I don't want to announce my people that I finished the album. I want my people to be having that shock factor, the surprise, like, oh, surprise, motherfuckers. So what do I do? I... I will hire a marketing team to market my album. First thing the marketing team is going to tell me is like, all right, do you have a specific date that you want? It's like, oh, you know, I'm trying to get to this area. All right, perfect. What we're going to do right now is that we're going to make music videos out of this album. Like we're going to make it like, I don't know, like if there's 10 songs in the album, we'll make like 10 music videos or to see which ones, which one's the best ones to land. And whichever is the best ones out of the album, those are the music videos that we're going to release. So that's already weeks and weeks of, you know, planning with the music director and the people to go to 
to the stage and then do the music video and film it and shoot it and then but that takes time it doesn't take like a whole weekend just to do like no it takes months for you because obviously you got other priorities and the music video people got other projects to work on as well you know so obviously it takes time and then once once you got that marketing team will tell you it's like all right we're gonna go with these certain platforms and we're gonna put like certain stuff and you're gonna say certain things and then you know it's gonna lead the part that you're working on an album but at the same time it's not telling them you're, you're on the studio but you are and you know some high back and forth bullshit you know you go do that and that's already like months and months of doing it so once you already got the music video ready to go you got the artwork, you got the marketing, you've done the marketing, you'll be mar like, believe it or not, you probably be marketing six months to a year in advance prior to the release date of the song. Mind you that the album just finished. When you finish it, it was like a year after the release, a year before the release, actually. So you've been working with this album for, for a year or months or so. Once you finish it, all right, now you got a six months to a year of marketing and planning to make sure it's a surprise album and make sure it lands on a certain date at a certain time in which nobody can top you and you can just like go ahead and kill the billboards by yourself and that's it you're number one so to do that that goes a lot of planning because another thing that the marketing team does is that they also go contact with other marketing teams of other artists and ask them when is the release of your artist oh we got something ready for this guy on this date all right cool i got mine for this day all right cool i got mine for this day all right cool so you see depending on the artist that they're that they're competing with and they need to see which one is viable for them to release the surprise album so that way can, they can kill the charts and dominate the shots for themselves. And at the same time, get that surprise factor going like, holy shit, oh my God, where did this come from, you know? So it's a lot of planning and a lot of anticipation, you know? And they had to pick a specific date in which they know, uh, they know that it's a day in which people will listen to music. They will be listening to the music all day and they can, and they can stream it, you know? They had to pick a specific date. So all this planning, of a surprise album that's not really a surprise. Six months to a year in advance after you got all your music videos, I got your all your your promo shoots. That's another thing. They gotta take pictures of you with different clothing, like new fashion clothes or clothes that you know that it's gonna be the trend once you go out and whatnot. After months, months of planning, that's when they, they decided it's like, all right, the release date for this album will be this date. All right, cool. You see all the shit I had to go through just for my album to get a release with having a silent marketing without people telling them I'm releasing an album and just keeping people like peak their interest. You know, like, oh, I'm in the studio sesh doing this and that. Oh, this heartbeats. Oh, shit. And people are like on anticipation. It's like, holy shit, when it's going to release, when it's going to get released, when it's going to get released. Holy shit, we want the song. Holy shit, I want the song. When it's going to get released? You, it builds up that adrenaline, that adrenaline anticipation. It's like, it's a junkie shit, you know, a dopamine. Until when the release date of the surprise album comes, they go, it's like, oh, surprise, guys. Album now drop. Go check it out right now. And everybody's like scrambling to grab it because. Everybody's like, holy shit, holy. 
Holy shit, holy shit. He finally released an album. Holy shit, he released an album. Holy shit, how come we didn't get it? How, how can we get notified? How come we knew about this? What the fuck? What the fuck? What did I do? Like, oh shit, where can I find them? Spotify. Oh shit, Apple. Holy shit. Uh, Amazon. Uh, where, YouTube. SoundCloud. Where, where can I find this? Shit, I want to listen to this. And then you got people get with your surprise album. See? That's the whole conundrum of having a surprise album. Where in reality, it's not really a surprise album. It's just an album regularly release only this one the marketing had to be much more smart and grab people's attention without letting them know that the album is getting released it's very tricky but the end results the payoff is worth every cent out of it because you know let's just say that you release and now you let people know it's like pre-order my album that's dropping this Friday. Pre-order it now. Everybody's going to pre-order it. But when it's released, not everybody's going to listen to it. Why? Because it's like they already pre-ordered. There's like, I already got it. So whenever I'm, whenever I'm ready, I'll listen to it. See, it's that inconvenience of whenever I'm ready. Because whenever I'm ready, I may not be ready right now to listen to it. I may listen to it on Saturday or Sunday or another day, whenever I feel like it. In fact, I'll listen to it when I see the charts of which one's the popular songs and then I'll listen to those popular songs. And that happens. That happens a lot too. You know, believe it or not, that happens a lot. That's what a lot of, a lot of people do. So that affects your numbers versus you go do it on a surprise. It's like, surprise, motherfucker. You get a better reaction because it becomes like out of your normal day, you're doing something and all of a sudden you get a notification saying like, boom, this guy just dropped a novel and you're like, oh, what the fuck? Wait, what? What? Shit, I I need to listen to this now. Like, right now. It's like, when did he post, like, he's dropping an album? Like, I didn't know he was dropping an album. I, there was no pre-orders. Was there pre-orders? I, I didn't saw any of them. Shit, I need to get that. It gets people move even faster, you know? Because now people want to go behind it. People want to, you know, like, get behind that surprise album. They want to listen to it. They want to be the first ones. I don't know. It's a it's a rat race of sorts, you know? And before you know it, those surprise albums are doing much more well because um, the numbers are, like, ridiculously improving. Like, it's, it's, an, it's insane how much numbers these guys put in on these surprise albums, on these quote-unquote surprise, because they're not really surprised. It's very interesting how they actually do it. But going back again, Remember what I say that these marketing teams, they somehow managed to find out which is the perfect day to do it because they don't they don't want to make sure that their client is competing with another one because they want their client to succeed. That's what they want. Basically, it's like a competition all, all around. So they got to pick a specific day in which they know that their client can dominate the week or the weekend or whatever it's released, you know, and then they got their numbers. And once they got their numbers, bro, that's it. That's it. Number one, baby. Number one. The specific dates, how it normally works is that they'll pick at a specific date of the week for them to release. So that way it can count the entire week. I remember there was a time in which music was released on a Tuesday. CDs and shit and whatnot. I don't know why. It was kind of weird they release on Tuesdays, but I remember it was just like, hey, Tuesday is out. 
new album. Let me go to the let me go to the the record store and buy the CDs of the new music. You know, that's how it was. You know, but now with the new streaming age, everybody's being you know releasing on Fridays. Everybody's like, oh shit, new music on Friday. That's the biggest thing. Why Friday versus what it was Tuesday? Because here's the thing: when you release music on a weekday, they only gonna count for the entire week. They're not counting the weekend. So they're not counting like Saturday and Sunday. So they make numbers. They release on a Tuesday. They only make the only report numbers of that week itself. Tuesday all the way to Saturday or Friday or something like that. So the numbers become a bit weak. It's like, oh, shit, it's not that not the same. It's like, I don't it's not, you know, whatever. Now, if you release on a Friday, to my knowledge, that's not counting the weekend. So that means if you release on a Friday, you got an entire week to yourself with music. You got an extra week because it's going to go from Friday to Friday. So that means you got Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, which you know it's our, the weekends is when people are going to be listening to the music. Which they're going to be banging. And then you got an entire week of is ahead of yourself to go back again to Friday to listen to the music. And then once Friday hits, it's like, oh, shit, we're going to keep listening to it more because it's dope. We call that manipulating the music numbers. That's what we call it. We're manipulating the system in a way. Like we're changing the system. Like the system works in a certain way. We're bending it. We're making sure that the system works in our favor. By what? By doing these surprise albums on a specific dates and we surprise them on a Friday in which the numbers will hit on that weekend and then and then an, an entire week of it. Because why? Because in, in a week in itself, you can hit number one very quickly because everybody's going to listen to it. Everybody has the time of the world to listen to it. It's the weekend, you know, versus releasing on a Tuesday in which I may listen to it today, some of it and some of it tomorrow. I can't listen to a whole between today and tomorrow. I got other stuff. It's the middle of the week. I'm, it's a work day. I don't have the time to listen to it. So by the time people like listen to it, you know, the numbers will reflect because it's like, oh shit, it's a week and not, we don't have that many sales, not, not, not many numbers. And then second week goes with, okay, the weekend starts and that's the second week. Second week hits and it's like, oh, it got better, but you know, it could have been better. So that's why they do it on a Friday. Friday makes them, you know, the targeted time for them to, to go full force with this, you know, it's pretty interesting how they're, you know, using the system into their favor to manipulate the numbers, you know, because that way they can report the numbers on our weekend and say, you know, it's why made this many numbers stream, you know, it, like it went it, 20 million streams in one weekend. That's a shit lot of streams plays in one weekend. And we haven't counted the second week uh, or the entire week. And that's like, God knows, another 5 million streams in the entire week. And then which again to next Friday, that's like, by the time they get to it's Friday, they said 20. Oh, you made 25 to 30, almost 30 million streams in one week. That's amazing. That's awesome. Here's a signing bonus. Yada, yada, yada. Blah. They're manipulating the system. So that way it looks on paper that, you know, their numbers are hitting, that their shit is actually pretty good, which is a smart tactic. I'm not saying it's a shitty tactic. I'm actually, you know, admiring, like, you know, if you if you know how to work around the system that to work it on your favor, by all means, use all tools as much as possible, because 
it only helps you more in the in your career and in your resume. Like it just shows like, hey, I'm this so and so did a surprise. I, I was behind the team of that album. Holy shit. Well, you know, I want to hire you to make me to make my surprise album, you know, popping as much as that. It's like, oh man, you you got it. Let me know when your your album is done. We can handle this. See, and that's how they attract clientele. That's how they attract more clients because, you know, they saw how they did the numbers. They saw how, you know, how much is well known and people will start talking and then people are going to be like, yo, I want you to sign my artist. He wants to have a surprise album as well like you did to this artist. Can you do it? Like, yeah, it'll be this much on the fee. All right, let's go for it. What are we going to do? This, this and that. And it's the whole process that I told you from the from the beginning of the of the session of the topic, you know? All of that. I'm going to wrap this up, guys, because that's pretty much it. what I got to talk about. My topics about this, about no, there's no such thing as surprise albums and it's all music manipulation. You know, I'm going to wrap this up with this, you know, and, and say, yeah, guys, like there's no such thing as a surprise album. Everything is being planned ahead for months and or a year to advance, like not just only by the marketing team, but also by the publishing team and the record label team. Be- because, you know, like I said earlier, when you publish a song, it doesn't get released on the date that you want. No, it takes time. It takes like a three week, a month process. It could be more depending what you're releasing. And then once you submit the work that they have to process to publish it, you have to wait until, you know, like, all right, I got 20 other people who submit it before I get to yours. So I had to go through there theirs and then I'll go to you and then we'll tell you. So this is all months and months in planning. Make sure your album is uh, out there. And of course behind the scenes, everybody knows that, you know, this guy's about to drop an album and, you know, like it, it ain't going to be a surprise. And you, We all know it's going to be, you know, like released this certain day. But in the public eye, the consumers, so then it's always going to be looked like a surprise. I was like, this motherfucker released this song like, holy shit. I didn't expect that. But that's the job. That's their job to to do, to confuse the consumer, to make sure that whatever you think you know, you don't know. Seriously. And it's pretty cool that, you know, I'm I'm fortunate enough to to know this sort of stuff, you know. I don't know. It's like I like I like to know when certain things is gonna happen because it's not it's not gonna be a surprise for me. Like I I'm there. I'm no. I'm expecting it. Like let me put it in another perspective. Um, my boy needed greedy. Shout out to him, my, my homie. Um, I went to his studio once. Um, I just want to spend time with him, but I know he had some works and had to do some other sessions with him, and he was doing. A song with Jimmy Le- Levi. Jimmy. Shout out to him too. He has an amazing voice. If you guys ever want to check his work out. Um, with Jimmy. Who was working on his EP. And he was doing some work with Jimmy. And I went in that st- uh, session. I was working on my music. I was working on my shit. And then he was working on this song. This song was fucking beautiful it was called at the time it was called all in amazing if you guys want to listen to it check it out on on spinning records spinning records and on nitty gritty's channel as well like all in a beautiful song like i love the song itself it's amazing like i dedicated that song to my girlfriend you know because it's it's just it's good and what's cool about it is that i was part of that song like i was part of me 
seeing that process of him doing the song overall and him singing is like it's so cool it's wonderful it wasn't until a year later when the pandemic hit probably like around the summer that the out that the ep was released along with that song i was like what the fuck bro it took you that long to release that song yeah in his perspective it wasn't not a surprise because he was already like like his marketing team or his management team was already like prepping it you know it's like hey pre-order nick greedy's nets ep album you know like oh pre-order this song you know or not but it took a year for him to release it i was like what the fuck why a year it's like well because he had other projects to do to finish it up but also it's so it's so that way he had to do a music video of that song and his music video was was in in one of his tours like he toured around somewhere in asia and they they recorded the music video on around there and the the music video itself is just amazing. It's him and his girl and just exploring, adventuring and shit and whatnot. But then again, how much money you had to go through it and how much time and planning they had to go for it to, to do that. Because I'm pretty sure you had to like, you know, set a time which you can uh, that you're allowed to do that type of shit, you know? So there's a lot of planning. And then once the music video was released, it was like a week after its initial release of the song. Everybody's like, holy shit, how they make it? It's like, well, that part is kind of the same. It's like, it wasn't a surprise. It's like, they already had that ready to go. It's just waiting for them to release it. So that way, you know, you guys can have it. So it's basically just how it works. Any of these EPs and uh, songs is like, yeah, it takes months before it's released. I don't know why is it maybe it's because of anticipation from the labels and, you know, prepping the marketing to make sure, you know, this song gets release and you know hype it up sometimes as an edm artist it's easier for us to prep some of these songs or albums because every time you're on tour and you just basically tell us like here's some new wolves and music i'm release id coming up soon you know and you just drop the song and everybody's goes their jobs go drop go like oh what yeah because the song it goes hard and and you're like holy shit i can't wait i can't wait so all this time you'll get the I can't wait, I can't wait without telling you when it's going to get released until you say, oh, I'm releasing this EP sooner right now from this record label. And the record label just like, bam, releases it. And all of a sudden you're like, holy shit, this is the song. I've been waiting for this song a year ago when it was re- when it was first played. And it's like, yeah. Because also you got to take a consideration of the mixing and mastering, how long it will take for some of these engineers to do it if you're not doing it, you know. And then once you do it, then you you submit it, you submit the process, then the label to take their time to make the publishing deal and whatnot. And then boom, you got your date. The same thing happened with uh, with one of my la- labels released with Pantheon, which used to be dubset.net under artists and talent agencies with, associated with the EDM.com. Um, yeah, I sent them a song, which I, I had like six months of working it. It took them a month later to approve it and say, yeah, yo, we love the song. Sign this papers. Like, all right. A month later, after we signed the papers. All right. It was by the time it was February. All right. So the song's going to get released on April, Friday, April, on, a, on April, on a Friday. Oh, shit. Dope. 
I was like, I'm in February, like last week, February, and it's going to get released on April, like mid-April or something like that. That's when it was released. Yeah. It took that much time just to release that one song that they like. It's all a process because, you know, they had to go for so much shit, you know, like from copywriting to making sure that shit, my shit is legit to, you know, trademark it to, pro- to publishing the deal to process paper, artwork, marketing, shit like that. You know, let me tag this to your account, my account, put it on this on Spotify. You know, there's just a lot of shit that you got to do, you know, so it takes time for them to release. So moral of the story, there is no such thing as surprise albums. It's always months in advance of anticipation and, you know, marketing. They do this to manipulate the numbers, to work in their favor. So you'll never release a song a week after you're done because it's stupid. It doesn't make sense. It does not make sense, guys, because you don't you have no what like what you're going to release the song this week, this Friday with no with zero marketing with, you know, oh, you're going to make the the music video this week or a week after and then another month until it was already released, then you release a music video? Fuck no, guys. That's not how it works. That's how the shittiest way to do it. That's like the laziest way to do it. Like, no, it takes time, guys. Planning and marketing, okay? So take it from me. I've done this before. Hopefully, I'm going to do this again with my future releases. Fingers crossed. Hope it works. So we're going to wrap this up, guys. And thank you guys for listening. And remember, every week is a brand new episode with a brand new topic. So be sure to like and subscribe for your weekly episodes at the Lone Wolf Podcast for SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and of course the YouTube channel at LoneWolfPop.com. That's LoneWolfPop.com. Comment down below to share your experience. Let me know any specific topics that you want me to cover in the next episode so we can brought that up. Thank you guys for tuning in and see you guys in the next one. Peace.